You're listening to MoneyWeb at Midday. The South African Medical Association Trade Union is calling for the Department of Health to employ hundreds of qualified unemployed medical officers. The body is claiming today that over 800 qualified doctors remain unemployed following the completion of their two years of medical internship and one year of community service. More on that now from Dr. Cedric Sislangu, who is the General Secretary of the organization. So, Doctor, just how bad is the situation? Yeah, a recurring problem for the past couple of years now. I think we probably beyond five years of the same thing happening. It did start off with um, lack of funded posts for interns some years back, which was sort of resolved to the extent that this year there's very few interns that haven't been placed. And then it went on to affect community service doctors where <clears throat> even though doctors would have finished their two years of internship, then for the year of service, doctors were told, there's fiscal constraints, there's no money in the coffers, and they couldn't find funding to absorb those comserves, which it's statutory years that they must serve. But now what has happened is the doctors have finished their two years community service, finished their one year, so two years internship, one year community service. Now they are post-community service. So these are fully qualified, independent medical practitioners ready to serve the nation, registered as such. And uh, unfortunately... Now they can't find jobs in the government sector where they are mostly needed. If you recall, the balance of um, you know the population, about over 80% utilizes the public healthcare system. And it's only a minute portion that uses the private healthcare system because, of course, our people literally can't afford healthcare. Mm-hmm. As a result, these doctors who are now meant to go to the far-flung communities to serve the poor and the marginalized can access them because they're simply out of jobs. And the upshot of that is what? Could we lose them to posts overseas? It goes without saying. Um, Remember, at the end of the day, when you are at the level of post-community service, you would have worked for three years. And the chances are these doctors have committed themselves. They have bonds, some of them. Some of them have purchased cars for credit. And for them, it's a do or die. They have to find a solution or get out of the country just to make ends meet and, and, and sustain their families. So that's what we are seeing. But also... Some of them want to go to the private sector. They open GP practices here and there just so that they can be able to make a living. The problem with that is the bulk of the population cannot afford private health care. And it creates a situation, like I indicated, that mm. so these doctors become inaccessible. So how then do you assess the Department of Health's handling of the situation? It has been very poor on the basis that this is a recurring problem. And you'd expect a government that is conscious of the problems of the country to put systems in place, proper planning to avert such occurrences. We wrote to the department late last year, towards the end of November, early December, indicating that this has been an ongoing problem and we do not want such a situation to recur in 2024. And we requested from the departments, all nine provincial departments and the National Department of Health, to say what plans have been put in place to avert this occurrence. And I kid you not, we did not receive even a acknowledgement of our correspondences, and it shows you the lethargy that the Department of Health, the nine provincial departments, and the National Department for that matter, that they're operating at. There's really no eager or zeal to solve the problems of this country. So it seems to me that you're at a crucial crossroads. Now, what's your next step? We believe that um, health by constitutional right and by legislation the authority 
that is to ensure this adequate provisioning of healthcare services is the Ministry of Health. But more importantly, we take, you know, dimly from uh, to a minister that says, well, um, I do not have money. The money is with the Minister of Finance and pointing fingers to another arm of government, as it were. We believe that the ultimate person to account when everything is said and done, is the president of the republic. And if there's a failing healthcare system, ultimately the president must account because a minister of, of health who points to a minister of finance who points to thin air does not serve in solving the problem. Our huh? position now is that the president must account on a failing healthcare system on how this problem will be resolved. How close are we, given what you've just outlined, are we to a collapse in the rural health system in this country? I would go as far as saying we are experiencing a collapse. Because, you see, when you go to a facility in the rural areas, the outskirts, ordinarily now you find only one doctor rotating per week. Already that means that all these conditions are becoming more and more chronic and a simple condition that could have been resolved at a preventative stage or at an early intervention stage becomes all these type of cancers that are far advanced that we can't do anything about. And literally, people are being subjected to conviction to death, if you would want to use those harsh terms, because the system is simply not coping in the rural areas and people are dying. And that's the unfortunate reality. Dr. Cedric Sislangu, thank you very much indeed.